Boom. Sunday, the day of rest. But you know what? It's not the day of rest. People are restless. I got to tell you, I've never had more feedback about an episode than this whole neighbor beef that's going on right now. I got a lot of messages because it turns out, it turns out that I might not be the only one. I mean, this neighbor situation, this might be a pandemic in itself. Sounds like a lot of you guys and a lot of people are dealing with something similar. You're dealing with somebody near you doing things that are whack. As the kids would say, that's whacked. That's not lit. AF, whatever you're doing, that's not lit. Low key. <laughs> Flexing on them. That hit different, don't it? I don't know. These are the things the kids say. But dude, uh, my, my buddy Jake sent me a video of some guy. Dude, some guy in his neighborhood is leaving just garbage like on top of his garbage. He actually installed a video camera in the back to see what was going on. And this guy like walks up and then just deposits a, a box spring. <laughs> this guy's walking his dog in one hand and he's walking a twin size box spring in the other hand. And then he just places it on top of the garbage can like a hat. Like a hat. Which, by the way, is completely unnecessary. Because if you need to get rid of anything um, furniture related, all you have to do is put it up on Kijiji for 50 bucks. Now hear me out. Put it up on Kijiji for 50 bucks, And somebody will come grab it. Now, don't even do free. If you put up something for free on Kijiji then automatically people think there's something wrong with it. Someone's been murdered on it. Actually, Kijiji people wouldn't even care. You could literally say, this is a murder mattress, recently murdered, and people would be like, yeah, it's a good deal. I'll come grab it. Did you clean it? Did you wipe it? I'll come grab it. Here's what it is, though. It's a psychological thing. If you put zero, put free. Nobody wants free. Nobody just wants, you're just handing it to me. Why does no one else want it? You put $50, all of a sudden it has a value, boom, it'll be gone. And you were going to put it for free anyway. So even if somebody, and you know how Kijiji people are. Dude, Kijiji people are so funny. You could put, so let's say you've got an old, yeah, you got an old mattress. You want to just get rid of it, right? You put it up for 50 bucks. Someone is going to message you and be like, hey, I really like the mattress. How about 48? How about 48? And you know what I say? Hey, how about that's a $2 difference? How about we meet in the middle at 50? Because that doesn't matter. $2. Okay? 48. That's disrespect. I would I would accept. If you came at me and you said, hey, how about 25? All right, now we got something to work with. We got a bit of a distance to close. 50, how about 48? Okay. Hey, man, how about 49.99 and a half? Because now we're just wasting time. So you don't have to throw things like that in the garbage. You Anything that's furniture, you got a couple good options. Take it to a thrift shop. They'll take it. Or put it in your alley for 50 bucks. Someone will come grab it. We had an old mattress that was like caved in in the middle. It had stains on it from murders that I've done over the years. And someone from someone drove in for two hours to come grab it. Crazy. So... But, and then someone else told me that their neighbor called the police on them because their dog was barking. Dude, hilarious. There's nothing funnier. You know what it is? There's nothing funnier to me too when people think that the police are like, like they're tattling, like that's the adult. 
right? Remember when the Popeye's chicken sandwich came out? You guys thought I would never bring that up again, didn't you? Big mistake. Because I think about that thing twice a day. The Popeye's chicken sandwich with the pickles. When that thing came out, there was people lined up in the uh, drive-thru and they would call the police. This has happened multiple times. Usually it seems like in the U.S. where like someone will call the police because the, the McDonald's gave them seven chicken nuggets instead of eight. They called the police because McDonald's gave them seven chicken nuggets instead of eight. And I'll say one thing off the bat. Hey, if you're counting your chicken nuggets, you got a bit of a problem. This is a chicken deal, not a drug deal. You know, if someone flies in from Panama with a suitcase full of crack or smack, I don't even know what the difference is. And you're paying them based on weight and you want to go weigh that. So I don't know why, dude. I feel really stuffed up all of a sudden. Ooh, I feel like there's like asbestos in here or something. Anyway, sorry. If someone flew in from Panama, right? Suitcase full of stuff you're paying by weight and you weigh that, that's completely responsible. You're in an airport hangar. You're doing an illegal deal. Weigh that thing. If you go to McDonald's and you ask for eight and then you go through the bag and count and you only got seven, the first your first mistake was that you counted. Relax. You're getting your chicken nuggets. And then, yeah, people will call the police. And it's so funny. The dispatchers are like, this is this has nothing to do with us. And then they're like, well, who's going to make it right? And it's like, I don't know. Why don't you go make it right? Hey, are you, this, is this, this is what I'm talking about. It's like, are you an adult? Why don't you go talk to McDonald's? Go talk to Ronald. Do you think they can? Dude, if you just go up, here's the secret. With fast food and stuff like that. They don't, they will give you a refund. They will give you an additional thing. They don't care. It's not coming out of their pocket. You drive up to McDonald's right now and you could say, Hey, I ordered fries and I didn't, I didn't get the right size. I was supposed to get large. That person behind the window is like, I'm not getting paid enough to start a fight right now. It's not coming out of my pocket. Yeah. We'll whip you up some large fries. Who cares? It's only if you come at them with that, with that tood. You come at people with tood, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be chicken nuggets. You come at them going, hey, mother effer. Hey, mofoer. You gave me seven chicken nuggets. I should have had eight. Now you got a problem because you're disrespecting the chicken inventory. So people will call the police for that. But uh, yeah, I mean, these people, these neighbors, where do they come from? Where did they go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? These people that I can't tell if they get off on making other people around them their lives difficult or if they're just ignorant or it's a combination of both. But it's very easy to be a good neighbor. Do you remember Mr. Rogers? You put on your shoes, you come inside, you put on some, I guess you put on some different shoes, you got a cardigan, you read a book. That's all it takes. But everyone's had an experience. That's that's the one thing that brings us together is everyone's had an experience with some type of neighbor doing something, right? How about that guy when you live in like a cul-de-sac, which is French, which is French, which is France <laughs> for the sac du col, which I believe is just half circle. Why don't we just call them half circles? Le col du sac. It means a circle of the sack. 
How about the guy that lives beside you and he goes to mow his lawn and he and he just leaves a hard line between his and yours. That's always been so funny to me. I remember back in the day mowing the lawn at my parents' house and my my dad would be like, "You're you know, you'd have a joint lawn with the neighbor in the front." And he goes, "Do the whole thing. You're mowing a lawn, you just do the whole thing." You know, it's a courtesy. But there's always that guy who doesn't do he he goes right up to the like the property line. He's out there before he mows with the blueprint with the Google Maps lining where his property ends and he drills he drills. He cuts right up to that line and then leaves it for you. And it's just a dick move. I well, here's the thing is I can't tell. I can't tell if it's a dick move going like I'm not going oh, this is a weird one. Yeah, this is a really weird one to think about. When someone mows just their lawn up to yours and it's joint. Is it a dick move? Because they're saying, I'm only doing mine. I'm not going to waste the extra effort to go four more feet and do yours. Or is it actually super respectful going, that's your property and I don't feel comfortable doing anything to it. Damn, I don't know. I guess it depends on the person, right? I think it depends on the person. Now, I will tell you the the memory that I have of the gentleman who would do this. They that was the same person who would cut up deer in their driveway and then let the blood <laughs> Dude, this was one of the craziest things. My neighbors were hunters and they would they would bring the deers home. They're already dead by the way. They're not like bringing the live deer home. Yeah, they bring the live deer home and then they would release them in the cul-de-sac and hunt them. And we would all take turns shooting and people got hurt, but that's a cul-de-sac. That is what a sec de call is all about. No, they would bring the deer home. They would cut them up. And then they would just like hang them upside down in their garage. And they would close the garage. But here's the thing about that is the blood would go underneath. I remember driving into our cul-de-sac one day. And there's just blood coming down the street. Like the shining. And I go, oh, is this haunted? Or somebody better have spilt a big old can of tomato juice. Tomato. No. Deer hanging upside down, just bleeding through our street. I'm sorry if that, uh, uh, that might've a bit ruined your Sunday and I apologize for that. No one wants to hear that story like that, but maybe that's, maybe I had to vent that. Maybe I had to say that so that someone else can know. So yeah, that's an interesting one. That's a thing that neighbors do. I remember one of the most afraid my dad ever was, was we moved into a neighborhood and the neighbor beside us, uh, they had pit bulls. Oh my God, my dad was so freaked out. He Googled, right? And he Googled on dial-up internet. And you know, we Google, we take Google for granted nowadays because you can just hop on your phone and look something up. But back in the day, you didn't waste your Googles, did you? If you were going to look something up, that's because it that's you decided this is important. I'm going to use up part of my three kilobyte per month <laughs> dial-up internet plan. That's kind of funny. We just take internet right now is just, we all take it as like, it's unlimited. I'll do as much as I want, however I want. But back in the day, you actually had to kind of try and conserve that. You literally had a limit. I know some plans still have a limit, but it's like, what, three gigabytes or something? Dude, back in the day, it was like two kilobytes. Two kilobytes. And you would have to also tell everyone, get off the phone. Hey, get off the phone because I got to Google dogs right now. No one's allowed to use the phone. I have to look up our neighbor's dogs. Yeah, not all willy-nilly. That's some serious stuff. Same with uh, 
texting is the same way too. And this is something that like kids nowadays, all these kids, boy, I've never felt older. But kids nowadays, they take texting for granted. They think that texting is part of the universe. They think that texting is like air, that it's just, you just grow up and you're like, here's your text. You just, you, you just become a person and they go, here you go. You're ready to text. No, they'll never understand what it was like back in the day to have a 50 text maximum. Do you remember that? 50 texts, including the ones that were income and counted against. How's that fair? How is that fair? The incoming ones count against my 50? I got girls blowing this phone up. <laughs> I don't know if those ones counted the incoming, but either way, you can only send 50 texts. So again, you had to decide if this text is worth it. Nowadays, you can just spew. You toss out a text like, who gives a shit? Ain't nothing off my back. And maybe we should go back to having limited text because maybe then you would think about more what you're saying to people. You'd have to sit there and contemplate for a second. Is this worth one fiftieth? Is this worth 2% of my text for the month to send K to send happy face? No, you'd be ghosting all kinds of people. At least then you would have an excuse too. If you ghosted someone and they're like, Hey man, you didn't reply. And you're like, dude, I ran out of text. Back in 2005, that was a reasonable excuse. You could say, I ran out of text. How, dude, you could literally say to someone back in 2005, I ran out of texts. And they would be like, oh, that sucks. Guess you got to wait till the month resets. Imagine telling one of these kids, these generation, I don't even know what this new one is, under millennial, generation Cocoa Puffs or whatever they're going to be. Imagine telling them you ran out of text. They wouldn't even understand. I feel like a grandpa just talking about it. Dude, I feel like I should have arthritis and be sitting in a rocking chair. When I say that, at one point, you almost couldn't, you had, you could run out of text. You could literally not have any left. Crazy. But that's the world we live in. Everyone, it's just unlimited now. It is, a, you know, I have an external hard drive that's too... No, not to flex huge, but it's two terabytes. Think about how much that sounds terrifying. Terra, scary, right? Terra, TBs, but it's the size of like, I don't know, my wallet. And you, you look at these old photos and it's like the first computer they ever transported and it had like 200 kilobytes and they have to use an airplane. Lol. They have to use an airplane. Some guy has to be in the back there like spraying it with water so it doesn't overheat. Lol. There used to be a thing called punch cards. I don't even know what that is. You used to punch a thing into a computer. I think if anyone here, most of us saw like the, pretend these didn't exist and we saw the first computer, we'd be like, that's going nowhere. Oh, wow. Good, a machine the size of the floor of a building so that I can calculate the x slope the slope of x you guys remember that you guys remember that class math when you had to do the slopes of stuff Ugh. graphing calculator Ugh. right you hop into grade 10 and they're like go get a graphing calculator 
And you're like, uh, what? And they're like, yeah, you need that TI-83. TI-83 plus if you're rich. TI-83. And I don't remember how much it was, but I remember relative to how much any of us had in grade 10, it might as well have been a million dollars. You literally had to decide, oh, like, am I going to have Christmas this year or get this TI-83? Because now i got to graph shit. And then I, all I remember was the TI-83. The one loophole you could do was there was a lot of questions on tests where it was like, for this value of X, you got to solve Y. You're supposed to do it mathematically. But guess what? That TI-83, you could just zoom in on there. You could pick that point right out. Anyway, this is pretty niche. But what I'm saying is, yeah, people got these neighbor beefs out here. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of, And I want to hear more. I want to know more about what kind of conflicts have you had with people. You know, condo buildings are notorious for it because you hear everyone around. You smell. Oh, man. That was one of the things I forgot about that. Our old condo building. Now, fortunately, we were on the other side of the... We went around a corner, so we were insulated from this. But there was one unit that dude i don't know what they were cooking but it was it might have been human teeth they might have been boiling up human teeth and some type of cajun spice every day it just smelled so bad and it would leak into the hallway and stink oh i forgot about that if one person on the floor cooks up something dank as the kids say dank it can ruin the whole floor. And then you get that weedy neighbor. And by the way, I don't even have any issue with somebody doing a little bit of the weed. But boy, is it pungent. There was one guy in our building that we used to live at. And we called him Dr. Pepperweed. Because <laughs> you would see this guy and he was like perma high. Like he was, you would see him and he was so high he was struggling to move. He could barely even like go around like through the hallway and uh, you could smell him from a mile away. And I remember the weirdest thing was he would take the elevator from like the main floor down to P1. Who does that? That's one flight of stairs. The elevator down to P1, he would take it. And then he would get out and be confused and come right back up because he didn't know what was going on. And the reason we called him Dr. Pepperweed was because if you walked by, he had a bottom level condo. This dude had like. One of the most bizarre, he had two liters of Dr. Pepper stacked on the window. You know how sometimes in like university dorms, people will stack the empties of their booze to just go like, we like to have fun here. We party. Well, this guy did the same thing with Dr. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. <laughs> just straight up Dr. Peppers along the window as if to show the world, yeah, I like this. I'm a doctor and I like the pepper. That was a weird one. You meet some characters down there, man. Dr. Pepperweed. That was one of the most interesting individuals. You And then you just sit at home after seeing something like that. And you're like, what is this guy's life? What does he do? He just wakes up. He bakes it. He wakes and bakes. Crushes Dr. Pepper all day. Goes down to P1, the parquet. Gets confused. Comes back up. Sometimes I'd see him go for a little stroll outside. He always looked so scared. Like someone was going to sneak up on him. Yeah, you meet some characters. I would love to hear more. I want to know if anyone here lives in a condo building. Let me know. What kind of weird things, weird neighbors have you seen? Have you met? Have you heard? 
And if you live in, uh, you know, a house or anything like that too, let me know. These stories, I think it's so fascinating. It's the one thing that we all have in common. And maybe some of you are experiencing that right now. And now I got to go figure out why I feel so stuffed up. This is weird. I feel like I can't even breathe out of my nose right now. I think you guys can hear it on this episode. I'm like, I'm just trying to get air in right now. Better not be the Rona. Tell you that right now. Better not be the Rona. But you guys have a good Sunday. I hope all of your dreams come true. And I'll be here for you tomorrow. See you on Monday. Bye-bye.